ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. Show episode number 206. Oh boy, Sal's off today as he is at work, recovering from WrestleMania at work. But I do have uh, um, my other co-host here, another man who's recovering from Mania, much like myself this morning. Mark, Dad, how you doing? Uh, I'm awake. Yes, um, we're going to call this the WrestleMania Hangover edition of the Blake and Sal Show today. Um, we're not going to do the whole spiel of the um, credits, we'll get to that at the end of the week for another show. We're opening up, as per tradition, with the winner of the main event at WrestleMania, which is Brock Lesnar. Did not expect to be playing this song this morning. I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting this. I, but we'll get more into that later, yeah. I think. All right. Let me turn this off because I, I'm still shocked about last night. But we'll get into all that. Um, before we get into the shows from the weekend, I do want to cover one news story that broke that... You can talk about because this is in your department. Okay. So what did I miss? Um, apparently, right before WrestleMania weekend all started, we were, this actually happened on Wednesday morning, so I kind of missed this story yeah. before our last show, but Johnny Valiant, ha- Johnny Valiant got hit by a um, truck yep. and died at yep. age 71. I figured this is usually your department, so Johnny yeah. Valiant, go. Uh, the Valiant brothers, him and his brother Jimmy, did, when they still had territories, uh, worked for several territories, but mostly uh, the ones in New York. That before Vince Jr. decided to uh, branch out and kind of eat up the territories, were in uh, Mid Atlantic, Smoky Mountain, I believe. Uh, came into Minnesota and Vergania's territory. Uh, worked a little bit for uh, the Georgia territory. But uh, very, uh, <laughs> very fun and serious guys. Um, I believe Johnny was also uh, in WW. I'm going. I'm going to get shot for this. EF. EF. I like that. EF. And uh, basically, I believe was uh, like the manager for Brutus the Barber Beefcake uh, early in Brutus's career. Um, very strong presence, and he'll be sorely missed in the wrestling community. Uh, I know that uh, his brother um, put some tweets out about it, and and uh, of course the generic tweet is, "We want to have our time to grieve, so uh, you know, won't, won't be bothered by the public and respect our privacy," which is just you know, you have to do that. True. But, uh, wrestling world is going to be, <clears throat> will be surely 
I guess you could say, surely uh, influx with his passing. I know um, TakeOver was dedicated to him. So yeah. That was pretty cool. That yeah. was cool Triple H to do. Yeah. The Mania was too long and there was too much going on. I don't right. even know what to do a tribute up. Right. But I know what TakeOver they did. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll they, get to TakeOver to it in a minute. Yeah, they may mention something tonight about it. They probably will. They'll probably dedicate yeah. Raw to him yeah. tonight. Maybe. Right. Again, I think they did TakeOver and all the shows are kind of connected. So that, yeah. might, that might count. That might be what counts. You know? All right. So. I'm tired. It has been a crazy couple of days. Um, there's been a lot to watch, a lot of shows, a lot of craziness. I still have not watched everything I wanted to watch before this show aired. Mm-hmm. Hopefully by the end of the week, I have watched everything I wanted to watch. Because I wanted to watch Ring of Honor. But all the tech issues on their side, I still have not watched Ring of Honor. Going into the show. <laughs> I kind of I kind of touched on this uh, Last before week, it happened. Yeah. That basically that they would learn their mistake. Uh, especially taking a cue from... Uh, <coughs> other streaming services. Yeah, Flow Slam and everything else from right. last year. You know, that make sure you have enough servers that are up and operational and running because you're probably going to have a lot of people trying to get on the feed at the same time. Yeah, it was bad. They had to do refunds on Honor Club, and it was a terrible situation yeah. on, on Saturday night. Um, I was like, I was up early on Sunday morning, so I'm like, well, I'll watch it now. I'm up. I got plenty of time. I don't leave the church till ten thirty. I'm up, yep. so I'm like, okay, I'll watch it now. And I could not get the feed to work. And it was six o'clock in the morning, and I could not get the feed to work for anything. I'm hoping because it was my phone, I can get it loaded up on the laptop or the computer. I can watch it later. I'm mm-hmm. hoping to do that today. That isn't my plan to do that. Well, today. hopefully the RT guys have uh, corrected the problem. I'm also hoping because it's two days later. Right. Two days later, it's a Monday morning. People at work, so I'm kind of hoping the feed and servers yeah. are not as The crazy. last thing you don't want to do is give money back, but... They did it. They had to. They yeah, had no choice they had on Saturday to. night. Yep. The other show I wanted to watch yesterday, but I kind of ran out of time with the, how, the hardcore show. I heard that was good. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching that before the end of the week. I do want to watch that show okay. on Twitch. But I will comment on Twitch. I have never watched a show on Twitch. <laughs> and I wanted to see the impact. Lucha show. Okay. And I've never watched a show on Twitch before. Okay, one option to people, I wanted to, maybe if someone listening to this can answer this question, on the Twitch app, and I don't know if this is a thing, I didn't have time to ask Dave, because I know Dave actually broadcast live video games on Twitch, he does video gaming on Twitch. Okay. I didn't ask him this, how do you turn off the damn comment section? Holy shit, was that annoying. <laughs> I, I was watching the Impact with the show, there's nothing to do with the show, there's nothing to do with the show itself, <clears throat> the comments of people that are gamers jumping in, attacking wrestling fans for enjoying the show, and it was so fucking annoying. I'm sure there's got to be some sort of setting. I have to check. I know on Facebook Live, there's a way to turn off the comments. Right. Someone's wondering if there's a way. I, I'll figure it out for the um, for the you know, the how the hardcore show, if anything. But that was my only problem. And the other issue was, we're a WrestleCon. We're a WrestleCon. Um, I think it's a WrestleCon issue. Have have an impact issue. When they were cutting promos, it was hard to hear the microphone feed on Twitch. Okay. That might have been an arena issue. I don't think it had anything to do with Impact. I think that was an arena issue. Because that, that came in clearly at the very beginning of the show. So I'm going to quickly get through this show. It was a good show. Not a great show. But then again, it was kind of almost like an exhibition match, exhibition show. Yeah. It wasn't really didn't mean anything. Or... Or you can ask the boss, hey, Dave. Oh, well, I'll talk to him after the yeah. show we're done here, and I'll ask him questions, because he knows way better than I do. There you go. Um, so, Melissa Santos represented Ann Lucha for the evening. Wow. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mackenzie Mitchell represented Impact 
for the evening. Got it. That was nice. And the crowd was kind of getting into things, and Melissa Santos was like, fucking get up! Fucking get the crowd going! She was cursing at the crowd to get everyone well, out the, up to start the show. I mean, if you watch like, Lucha, wow! if you watch Lucha, Lucha, it's kind of like out of her character, way out amazing. of her character. It was amazing. It was such a different Melissa Santos. I didn't expect that from her. Like, where is that character on Lucha? Like, that's really good. That was good. I, I got the crowd going. It was great. Or maybe that's what they see before the show goes on the air. Remember, the show isn't really edited. Uh, that's that, a that good possibility. A, this is a live show, so that's that might be possibility. She doesn't do live very often. So that might be the thing. So, our opening contest. I'll just go through this quickly. With um, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Jack Evans, Matanzo Cueto, Caleb Conley, Moose, and Matt Seidel, the X Division champion. <laughs> okay. Overall, good match. Wasn't great. Wasn't stupendous. It's only a, it's a, um, I'm actually... I mean, you know, the review I'm reading off of for Times uh-huh. is John Moore from ProWrestling.net. He did a review, live review, and did a post-show audio show. So, plug John Moore, ProWrestling.net. Okay. Matanza um, won at 6.39 to open up this show. It was all right. I mean, Matt Sedell was good. It was the same Matt Sedell. Commentary team was Josh Matthews and Matt Stryker. Oh, and that was go. fun. That was actually fun. It was it was like they went back into their old days. I really liked them at ECW. Back uh-huh. ECW. I liked them. Right. So it was like they went back to how they used to do things, and it yep. was fun. I really enjoyed it. I know it's, it's, it's a taste thing. It's a taste thing. Some people don't like Jeff Matthews. Some people don't like Max Stryker. So if you don't like them and you're together, you probably hated the commentary. Me, I don't care, well, and I enjoyed it. Well, <laughs> Matt Stryker and, Vam- and you know, Vampiro and, uh, and Lucha, they're good. It's kind of like... Uh, King and Cole, if you want to equate it to that uh, on the Lucha side. so But Max Stryker is very informative. Vampiro, on the other hand, is he's like the comedy bit of the, the team. So uh, Max Stryker, you, you got to look at it for from his viewpoint. He's giving you information that you wouldn't have yeah, known otherwise. it was good. It was good stuff. By the way, this show clocked in at about two hours and 40 minutes. So not bad. Oh, not, not bad length. Not bad. It was a good length. I not mean, bad. it wasn't long. It wasn't too long. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that put Lucha up 1-0. Then we had a match for the Impact Knockouts Championship, and it was Ali. Yeah. Um, taking on Taya Valkyrie, who technically was representing both Lucha and Impact, because she's on both shows, hmm. as different characters. Because much like Johnny Mundo, Johnny yeah. Impact, yeah. they're on both shows. And they're, and, and Johnny, Johnny Mundo, obviously, his girlfriend on that show is Taya. And here, she's in the singles, she's the singles wrestler in Impact. So, it kind of represented both. And it kind of did represent both. But much like every championship match, I assume going into this, there was not going to be title changes because exhibition, and they have pay-per-view in three weeks. So I'm not really surprised. <laughs> oh, the Impact does the pay-per-view on the 22nd. And it looks like a good show. It actually looks like a very good, not one I spent money on. Really? But not a bad show at all. I mean, the main event obviously got to change because Alberto Patron was in the main event. But they're hyping up Phoenix versus um, Pentagon Jr., Wow. <laughs> that's one of their main events. Like, that's a huge match. That's a great match. That's a huge match. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But Allie defeated Taya in 9-15. I haven't seen an Allie match. I think I've only seen one Allie match before. Okay. She's a very, very pretty lady. And she's very good. I, I don't know if she could be a mainstream like WWE girl. Mm-hmm. But she's good. She's good. You know, that's the important part. You know, she's good enough to be champion in Impact. Give it time. All right. Uh, we move on. To a weird match. Admittedly, this is a very weird match. Maybe because I don't understand the gimmick of OVE. <laughs> I don't get the gimmick. Okay. OVE is um, Ohio versus everything. And I'm not joking. That's a thing. And it's um, Jake and Dave Chris versus Teddy Hart. 
Okay. And Scott Steiner. And I'm not okay. making this up. Oh, okay. This okay. happened. Okay. <laughs> this happened. <laughs> the, we're talking about the uh, big, big pop-up pop pump. Scott, Scott Steiner, Steiner came out and just didn't give a shit. It was only in the ring for about 45 seconds they got the pin. This match was 7-24 and most of it was Teddy Hart running around the ring with the Christ Brothers. That was most of the match. <laughs> well, 45 seconds, huh? Wow. I, think that was I think that was as long as it took him to get over the top rope to get in the ring. Okay. So we're talking big papa pump kind of still. He went with the style of curly, it was kind of recliner, but still, it wasn't uh, like he was in the ring long enough to do anything of note. Is is that because his uh, He's old? That might be it. Well, uh, the uh, physical endurance factor isn't there. Or, I don't no. know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Moving on, we have a we had a good old fashioned six man tag match as they do in Lucha Underground all the time. Good old-fashioned Lucha 6, right? But we had... It was Impact versus Lucha here. Okay. And on the on the Impact side was Andrew Evett, DJZ, and Damian Xavier, who, by the way, doesn't mean Xavier. Those three were good. And this was actually DJZ's first match back from massive injury, from a massive match of knee injury. Good. So good thing to see him actually look good. But on the other side, it was a dream trio for Lucha. It okay. was King Cuerno... Yeah. Drago, and yeah. Aerostar complete with Flamethrower. Holy cow. <laughs> and the hilarious part was Matt Stryker trying to explain to Josh Matthews Aerostar travels through time and Drago may or may not be a dragon. It was my favorite part of this match was Matt Stryker trying to explain the characters to Josh Matthews. So funny. So funny. I have to admit. Very good. And um, Lucha won the match at 9.45. When um, Cuerno won with an Indian Deathlock on Everett. Wow. <laughs> but this was a... Uh, if there's any match, people should go all the way and see with this one. It was so entertaining. Right. It was so much fun. Moving on, we had a random match. It was supposed to be Trevor Lee versus Famous B. Uh-huh. Famous B came out and said, I'm not wrestling. I playing Lucha, obviously. Uh-huh. Said, I'm not wrestling. But I brought in somebody on a one-day contract to wrestle in my place. And it was Martin Martha Martinez. And he lost to Trevor Lee in 5'10". <laughs> Five so minutes happened. of your life, you'll never that get back that. again. We move on to a match that was surprisingly really, really good. Okay. It was um, the LAX Santana or Ortiz defending the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Championship against Killshot and Willie Mack. Wow. This was good. This was really good. I really enjoyed this. Um, obviously, LAX was going to win because they're not going to have a talent change of Impact titles. And this went 13-14, but it was good. It was good. <laughs> Great. The new LAX is really, really good. They're really high flyers. The new LAX is more high flyers than even ground and pound. I like it. <laughs> really? So, I haven't seen the new LAX before. That was cool. The next match, we had Brian Cage versus Eli Drake. And Eli Drake is annoying as fuck, which is good for him, because he's a heel character. He's annoying as fuck. That's yeah. cool. Um, and Eli Drake actually lost to Brian Cage seven, in 7.07, and they're setting up a rematch at that hate review in a couple of weeks. Okay. Cool. With them. Because Brian Cage apparently is also in Impact now, too. So Sorry about that. Oh, it's good for him. He's got... He's got no, in a match that apparently had a storyline, the only match in this whole show that had a storyline, yeah. was Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan in an I Quit match. Mm-hmm. Because of um, Sammy Callahan apparently taking a baseball bat to Eddie Edwards' eye and popping his eye out. Ah. Legitimately at an indie show. 
And this is set up for your TMZ. This is a legit feud. So we had an I quit match. And um, two credit words do. Eddie Edwards and Eddie Edwards and um Sol and um Jeremiah Crane. It was Jeremiah Crane here. Uh -huh. So his name was Sammy Callahan, Jeremiah Crane, whatever I call him. He um they put out a hell of a fight. They put out a hell of a fight. It was good. It was good. But I just I guess I, I don't like I quit matches because they're boring at times. Just like I mix any matches, they get boring after a while. Okay. And um my favorite part was actually um Crane is Crane has um has Edwards in a, in a I think I'm trying to see what I said. Oh yeah, Death Valley driver with a chair, and he's trying to get him to tap to say I quit. And all of a sudden, Edwards pulls out um kiss my ass Solomon Crow, reference to his own NXT character, yeah, which it's... cracked me up, and the whole crowd went crazy. And there was an NXT chant at the Lucha Impact show, which was absolutely hysterical. Anyway, Jeremiah Crane won because it got really really bloody. And um, Don Callis, who represented Impact, came down and threw a towel in for Eddie. Okay. But Eddie refused to say I quit. And this went 20 minutes. Wow. That was good. Then we move on to what was supposed to be the main event. It's supposed to be. Um, Austin Aries and Phoenix taking on Pentagon Jr. and Alberto El Patron. Alberto mm -hmm. Patron no-showed, apparently. And the crowd found out that he no-showed. And they started chanting, fuck Del Rio. As the match started. Um, so it turned into a triple threat with Austin Aries, Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr. This could have been better. It wasn't great, but it could have been better. Pentagon Jr. won at 10:15 after Pentagon and Phoenix teamed up and super kicked the living shit out of Austin Aries and let them on the outside. Damn. And um, that was the show. Overall, not bad. Not bad. Could have been worse. Could have been better. But it was good two and a half hours. No, not bad. I get a legitimate question. Go ahead. Whatever happened to Eddie Edwards' partner? What, Eddie Richards? Yeah. I have no idea. It's a very valid question. I mean, it, it's kind of like he fell off the face of the wrestling can, world. They had that feud. I know the Dead Navy and Eddie had that huge feud that involved their wives and mm -hmm. everything else. And I know Davey, I think Davey and Angelina had another kid. Let me look it up real fast on Wikipedia. I don't even know the answer to that question. Because we were at the, at the we Super, Super Friends convention when you saw Angelina and the baby. It was like almost two years ago now. Yeah. So I was like, geez, yep. that's almost two years ago. I'm looking at a whole to see if there's any information that where Davey is. Maybe he's hurt. And I just don't know about it. Because he's not on my radar that often. So much here. I got to go through here. Here we go. Oh. 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 Wow. Okay. Well, first of all, um, um, Davey and Angelina are not together anymore. Uh-oh. They got a divorce. That's number one. They got a divorce. Uh-oh. Number two, he's taking the year off. Uh-huh. Taking the year off to go um, back to school after knee surgery. Ah. Oh. So he's back in school for a year, and um, he's had, he had his knee surgery, and then he decided to go back to school. So he took the year off. Yeah, because I know he's an, a certified EMT. And he took the year off to concentrate on school. Yeah. Good for him. Okay. I can respect that. Well, yeah, you gotta take something that's uh, pays a little better for your uh, now f future ex-wife. Yeah, well, now you're alimony with your kids. <laughs> well, you should talk to Ric Flair about that. All right, so we'll quickly, I'm we will quickly go through the other. Well, we were actually watching live on Friday. Okay. It's fine. Um, we were actually talking. We were actually watching live on Friday with the Hall of Fame. Holy fuck, this was long. Someone said this was the longest Hall of Fame ceremony ever. And not even close. Like two years ago, apparently they went under four hours. This year, I have written down in my notes 
that just clocked in at four hours and 28 minutes. And that was after a one hour red carpet. And the red carpet was fun. I enjoyed the red carpet. I actually enjoyed the red carpet. I, I just like it. Much like, you know, people always joke during like the Oscar red carpet. I want to see what everyone's wearing. And that's what I enjoy watching the red carpet WWE because it's the only time everyone dresses up and you get to see it. And you get to actually see it. So I know at one point WWE used to have time limits on people. A couple of years pictures. ago, a couple of years back, and they've gotten away from that. And it's kind of like you can hear the, the people that are being recognized rambling. And on well, we'll and go on through this real quick. I'm not going to. We're not going to go full into this because it was a really long show. Ed Christian inducted the Dudleys to open the show. I thought this was fun. The yep. Dudleys did great. Yep. My favorite part was Bubba Ray calling out Devon for actually being entertaining for the first time in their entire careers. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, also, Ring of Honor did let Bubba Ray go do this, which is really cool. Kind of yeah. worked with Bubba, Ring of Honor, so that was really cool. I like the part of it where basically... And they threw a random guy through a table. That was fun. <laughs> well, I like it too when basically um, they recognize the uh, Hardys for also... Oh, yeah, there's that mm, picture yeah. of the Hardys, Edge Christian Dudleys, which right. is awesome, that I actually put on right. on the Show right. Instagram. So that was really cool. By the way, for those um, who were not on social media you're avoiding things or you're watching things out of order or whatever, go to our social media and go to our Instagram. I was retweeting and reposting pictures yeah. from people that were at New Orleans and there was a lot of pictures and a lot of videos yep. like on there from the last few days. So go over there and check it out because there's a lot of cool stuff. I like the bit in their speech where it's basically how Devon says, you know, you're the one that's always speaking. I'm going to get a chance to speak. And- oh, it opened. That's how it yeah, opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was great. Funny. That was great. Okay, so we move on to the to the, um, the one that took way too damn long, and it was Jimmy Hart inducting Hillbilly Jim. Why did Hillbilly Jim talk so much? I have no idea. I, well, I, I, I was joking with David. He talked to me the next day about the Hall of Fame. I'm like, you know, when Mark, who loves this kind of stuff, gets bored, there's a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> He went on and on and on. I think he mentioned every territory that he was in and had a story about that. It was ridiculous. And then, and then of course, the, his key word was opportunity. Oh, how many times did he say, I'm going to finish? At least four or five times? At least four or five times? But every time, you know, he, he's counting, and this is opportunity number one. And then the other one, this is opportunity number two. And then, you know, I... I get, <laughs> I, I get. You don't want to basically exclude everyone. Funny part is, according to um Jason Powell's report, which again I'm reading for this, okay. he didn't mention Uncle Elmer, cousin Luke, or cousin Junior. No, he did not. Which is pretty funny, did actually. <laughs> and and the he thought the people his things, and that's what he missed. You know, and I understand you don't want to exclude anyone that you that would have. But helped you're a you. mid Carter on the Hall of Fame. Right. Cut your speech down. Yeah. Cut your damn speech down. Right. It was way too long. Okay, then they announced the Legacy Group, which I'll read off and you can comment on as we go here. Um, Stan Stasiak. Yeah, uh, Sean Stasiak is his son. Yes, this is this is a guy that uh, briefly I saw as I was in, going into pro wrestling. But this is a guy who's kind of like, his pain threshold was unbelievable and submission moves he would put on people. Is also unbelievable and a very solid grappler. Yeah, so there you go. He went in in the legacy category. And then we had um, a big name, the lot of people were surprised that was not already in the Hall of Fame, um, Lord Alfred Hayes. Yes. The big, I thought he was in. I oh, actually thought he was in already. I remember Lord Alfred Hayes from being on, what was it, Thursday Night Titans? Because at the time that was the company that had WWE, WF, Titan Company. And uh, 
they had that talk show format where Vince is kind of like the uh, Jay Leno and would have wrestlers there and talk about you know their storyline or their upcoming matches and you know Lord Alfred Hayes looked very good in Blue's Tuxedo that was on every episode. Also, a great wrestler. Yes, and and Manny, I know, was happy to see him go in because of the um, the um, the attitude era. Before the attitude era, he was one of the voices of the company. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Dara Singh. No. I don't know who this is. No. Big in India, I believe. Big in India. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. Um, Cara Combs. Hmm. She is a um, female wrestler. Yeah. And she was part of the Billy Wolf tribe. Apparently. Okay. So there you go. That's pretty cool. Um, El Santo. Oh, El Santo. That's the name I, recognize. That's the name I actually oh. recognized. <laughs> big in Mexican wrestling. Lucha Libra. Wow. Yeah. Uh, mm. Big in AAA and CMLL. And uh, great for training up and coming luchadores. Uh, kind of like in a superhero status in, in Mexico where he was in several films that. He featured him as that the, sounds like a thing in Mexico. That sounds yeah. like a thing with the Lucha in Mexico. Right. He was featured in future films as the lead hero, also in comics, and uh, very popular uh, with the fans, especially children. Um, Jim L- um, Londos. Londos, the yes. Greek? Yes. Yes. You know uh, this guy? Yeah, very sound wrestler. Uh, known more for his style as far as as grapple, uh, I guess you can call it grappling, where into like submission holds and had a very good su- solid foundation scientific wrestling background. Um, let's see, Rufus R. Jones, Freight Train. Uh, I believe AWA on his bio here. So right, <laughs> I believe Mr. Jones. Uh, I believe if I remember right, it's been a while. I think was also a tag team champion, but uh. Also, kind of, he was one of the people I think uh, instrumental in, in having other characters like Junkyard Dog. He um, won a tag team championship with Wahoo McDaniel. Yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. So there you go. Just I'm looking it up as we go here, just so we don't miss anybody. Yep. Um, uh, Sputnik Monroe. Who I am not. I have no idea who Sputnik Monroe yeah, no, was, no. but apparently, he was in Memphis, and um. He, him and Billy Wicks apparently set an attendance record that lasted until the Monday Night War. Wow. There you go. He um, passed away at the age of 77, back in 2006. There you go. And um, Boris... Oh, Boris Malenko. That's a name I know. Dean's dead. Yeah, there's a name I know. That's a name. Um, there you go. Wow. Jeez. He looked just like his son. Like, oh my God, Dean looks just like Boris. Yeah, like, man. wow. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I think that is everybody. Yeah, that's everybody. That's, yep. That is the, um, the uh, legacy class. So there you go. Very cool. Move on to Molly Holly inducting Ivory. I'm not quite sure what Ivory was talking about. I think she was talking about a wedding, and this might be as bigger than her wedding, or she's never going to get married. I might have missed the point of her speech. She, uh, <laughs> it started out as, you know, thanking people and... <clears throat> It kind of went off a tangent where she's equating uh, her wrestling career as a wedding where she has bridesmaids. Or is this the wedding? Or is the wedding uh, ceremony this? Like, I didn't quite understand what she was yeah, doing. Right. Like, I didn't quite get it. <laughs> right. You know, and all the male people that helped her out through her career are, are groomsmen, 
All the female people that helped us through career are bridesmaids. Yeah, I guess so. You know, and there was one thing I do say: um, Ivory got prettier with age. She actually got really prettier with age. Yep. I, I give her credit because we're in the hall. They're in the Hall of Fame section mm-hmm. of the arena. She looked really, really good. Um, by the way, oh, Lillian Garcia introduced her. Yes, which was cool. That was a nice surprise. Um, Triple H inducted Kid Rock, and Kid Rock almost started a lot of political riot in the middle of his speech, which was weird. Um, fine, whatever. He was the um. One of the shortest speeches of the night, and you got yep. in and out. Yep. So, there you go. Um, there's not much to say about that. Um, except the fact that he just didn't give a fuck about the rules. And he didn't show up to the WrestleMania. He mm. was a no-show at WrestleMania, apparently. So, there you go. Which is good, because then they don't, they don't have to end him up the DVD like they did at WrestleMania 25. Uh, there you go. Um, Road Dog, Brian James inducted Jeff Jarrett. I thought this was Okay. Jarrett was really emotional, which I'm okay with. Yeah. I'm okay with being emotional if it's real. And he was really emotional. Had a hard time getting to his speech. I could have done out the karaoke at the end. Uh, I didn't know if that was improvised or planned, but it just seemed odd. really out of place. Yeah, it seemed very odd. I didn't quite get it. Why this was happening. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I don't knew. think the crowd maybe you knew it. what the hell was going on here, because I thought it was weird. I, I thought the whole thing was I had, weird. This was something that... I, I don't think even Jeff Canoe was going out. Yeah. I think it was something that was set up by Brian. And it didn't work. It really didn't work. Um, we move on to the Warrior War with Dana Warrior talking about herself for 10 minutes and then finally getting to um, J.J. Jarvis, Jarvis J.J. Robertson, who stole the fucking show. This kid was amazing. If you did not see his speech, seek it out. This kid was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and here's, they did the backstory to, on him. Oh, his and, story and, is amazing. Yeah, his story is amazing. amazing. And this is a, a, a young man. What was he, 15? Uh, yeah, 15? He's, a, he's a young man that basically is very charismatic. Wow, he, um, he owned very, the room. He was up there for like five minutes and he owned the room? Yep. And he danced at WrestleMania? Like, he owned the room. <laughs> very charismatic and, and very focused on his... Um, issues but he knows he's very self-aware right. which i appreciate he's right. very self-aware right so very good i enjoyed that i really enjoyed that um by the way there was one moment he said he he said he mentioned meeting oh, he's actually oh, the reporter meeting room reigns fans booed robertson said hey 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 calm down he's still my friend <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that was fantastic yeah, yeah. and him picking on the miz was amazing too yeah Finally, and then we have the big show inducting Mark Henry. This was fun. I really enjoyed this. Mark Henry deserved the spotlight yes. he got. Yes. And the fact that he broke out all of his characters, he broke yeah. out sexual chocolate one last time. Yeah. He broke out his um vest from his um his jacket from when he did the full retirement against Cena. Yeah. Like I really, really enjoyed this speech a lot. And he was crying. He brought yeah. up Owen Hart. Yeah. He begged Owen Hart's widow to put him in the Hall of Fame. Like there is so much to this and yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think after everything that Mark Henry's accomplished, not and only been is, through, and been through, not only in his uh, professional life but in personal life, um, he touched on people that have helped him and guide him throughout the way. Um, his mother and grandmother were very influential role models in his upbringing, um, and you know, like. Every wrestler form who was inducted, you know, gives his his background and how you know him being a balancer and these these guys when he's working out noticed him and basically took a chance at him 
and I think it was a great opportunity for him to explain to people who've never got that chance to heard about how he came up in the business and so thankful, so emotional and the own heart mention and in he mentioned to Martha who's there in 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 the crowd. I'll just use in the crowd, but I know yeah. he did a shout out to her. I'm not sure she's in the crowd or not. Yeah, I mean she was in the crowd, they the camera showed oh, they it. Showed, they showed and then theater. basically okay. he said, you know, I'm sorry I haven't checked up on you as I should have and I know I should be more uh constant and I'm going to be more constant uh, and, and sit, you know, and come over and, you know, we'll talk. But that's the part, I think, where he was so emotional and choked up, you can tell. And finally, Paul Heyman inducted Goldberg. I enjoyed this. Uh, it went too long. But maybe because I was tired. Maybe because uh, I was tired um, at this point. I mean, this, he promised a short speech and then went half hour. So that's my problem here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he promised a short speech and didn't live up to his promise. Yep. Can, are we done now? Are we done with Goldberg now? <laughs> are we done? Are we done? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, we can't. I, mean, I, 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 I don't think it would come off like I hate Goldberg. No. I don't hate Goldberg. I just didn't understand the last year and a half. I didn't get it. And I think it's over now, right? We're done? Well, you never know. He says you never know no, who's next. I think he's done. I you think know, he's done. I, I, mm-hmm. I think if you see him. It's not going to be in a wrestling match. If he does it's, charity stuff, then he does make a wish. Right. Stuff, then I respect but, it, and I think that's really cool. But I can see but him. I, him right I can see him doing a run in and doing a spear on someone. I can see him doing a like Stone Cold and Rock do right, a while. Right. I can see that. that. But as he put, the whole thing stemmed from, you know, the video game. Putting wow, him as, a story. A, a, as a playable character, and it kind of morphed True. from there. And the thing is, as he said, in this round with WWE, he was having fun that he's never had in the past, and he wanted to basically put his wife and son into his wrestling world and show him what he's gone through and, and show him you know, all the background, which, I, which is great because, as he says, you never mention your family and storylines, but this one he was having so much fun, that's what he wanted to do. Right, well, that was the Hall of Fame. Even Derek and Waldo looked tired by the time this is all over and done with. Yeah. I don't think he expected it to go as long as it did, no. but it was over. We all went to bed because we were tired. Yeah. And apparently, a lot of people that I know didn't even go to this. People like friends of mine that were in Orleans did not go to this. Mm-hmm. They went to WrestleCon instead and ended up going to Spring Break. which started at 11, 11, Spring Break 2. That started at 11.55. Mm-hmm. That ended around 2 in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, moving on. We have the next night. Our next event for us, um, well, the next day I actually watched the Impact Lucha Show, mm-hmm. but <laughs> the next day for us as a group, Yeah, NXT TakeOver New Orleans, which clocked in at just over three hours, and it didn't feel like it. Boy, it did not feel like it at all. Holy crap, this was a good show. That's because the flow of the show just was kind of continuous. We opened the show up, though, with a Kane Hill live performance mm-hmm. with this song. I love NXT live performances because they feel like live music videos, right. and I really like that feature. It's like... Here's the video, here's the, here's the band, but they're here for a reason. And we're going to show the entire 
like card mm -hmm. while the band plays, and I love it. I love performances in NXT. They're so much more fun. So, so we get into the show. We'll get right into this. We have we opened up. There's only five matches, so it's easy to get through. This. NXT North American Championship ladder match. We had Adam Cole, EC3, oh. Lars Sullivan, Velveteen Dream, Killian Dane, and Ricochet. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Now, let's remember that there are two wrestlers that are making their debut. Yep, EC3 and Ricochet. Right. And two big men who were just in here for really just because they can't be. But Lars get, and Killian Dane, to their credit, man, can they move. Oh, they looked amazing. They looked amazing. Uh, overall, I thought this was so much fucking fun. It is so difficult to do a ladder match in 2018 and be original. And they found a way. They found a way. They found a way. They were smashing ladders. They were smashing people through ladders. They were doing all kinds of crazy shit. Ladder bridges. Yeah, ladder bridges, ladder everything. But the, nothing but ladders, which I expected. And there was no tables. There was no chairs. It was just ladders, which I, I appreciated. I think the one part when you have to have an oh my god moment is when they start out with one ladder and you got two guys in one ladder. They oh, bring the in a second get, of them? Yeah. And then they're wrestling back and forth and back and forth and they're able to keep the ladders kind of upright without knocking each other off. And that was an oh my god moment. Uh, my favorite, I think it was Daisy brought it up to me the next day was Valentin Dream. Oh, when he went to the way top his, of the um, ladder? Doing his, um, doing his finisher from the top of the ladder, or the like top of the ladder, top of the turnbuckle time ladder. The like elbow Jeff move. fucking Hardy. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was some of the most amazing yeah. shit I've ever seen. It was so much, so great. Yeah. Adam Cole wins yes. the North American Championship. Oh, there you go. How do you feel about Adam Cole winning this title? Uh, the era. I'm okay I, with I, it. I'm, I'm, he'll I'm, hold the belt. I'm, I'm mixed. I'm mixed because... You know, especially of Adam Cole, who puts himself in for... We'll get to that in a yeah. minute. We'll get to the tag team title match in a yeah, minute. Yeah, I'm kind of mixed, so... Well, that was our first big title change of the night, because it was first title. How do you think it was a title change if the belt didn't really exist yet? Right. But still, how do you look at the belt? The belt's really nice. Well, I like the new belt a lot. Yeah. Very NWA-like. I kind of I kind of like it better than... Most of the, the WWE belts? Well, no, <laughs> than the uh, NXT champion belt. It's a nice belt. I liked it. The strap reminded me of the NWA belt. As it looked like. The actual strap yeah. itself, it looked yeah. like that. Yeah. We move on to a match. It was the NXT Women's Championship. It was Amber Moon um, versus... Oh, by the way, the ladder match went 31-24. Wow. Who <laughs> with entrances and everything else, almost 45 minutes into the show when this was over. And if you're counting, I think there was at least five ladders that were broken. At least. Uh, Amber Moon versus Shayna Baszler. The NXT Women's Championship. I thought this was so much better this than their match in Philadelphia. This match did not disappoint. This was so much better than their match in Philly. I was so disappointed by their match in Philly. Mm -hmm. This match was so much better. Shayna is getting so good in the ring. Yeah. She's getting so good. Oh, yeah. Um, Shayna won via Rep Stoffage at 12.56 to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Yep. Amber Moon got a live entrance. Yes. That was very cool. Um, the lead singer of Hailstorm. Came out and sang her entrance music yeah. with Kane Hill in the background playing playing the band. I mean the band. No, nope. another good instance of the um, another good instance of the band actually um being there. So yep. that was really cool. Um, very good, very cool. Uh, Ronda Rousey was in the crowd. Yes, she was. And and I'm looking for the name here. 
Um, Yasmin Duke. That's one of the other horsewomen that was in the crowd with Ronda. So yeah. there you go. I forgot. I don't know. People, I'm not an MMA guy, so I don't know who the horsewomen are outside of Shayna and Ronda. Right. So I'll, I'll learn this more as we yeah. get along now that Ronda and Shayna are doing so good. So hopefully we'll learn more soon. Uh, overall, I love the whole story of Amber turning on Shayna with the arm thing mm-hmm. and then Shayna was Shayna was popping her elbow her shoulder back in on the post oh, what yeah. a story like yeah. wow where did that come from it was really well done yep. oh well, great match I really enjoyed this moving on we have a match that I did not expect I didn't know what to expect here um by the way Jeff Jarrett and um and Jeff Jarrett and Dustin Rivers were in the crowd for this match yep and it was the NXT Tag Team Championship slash Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Trophy match. And it was the Authors of Pain versus Roddy Strong and Pete Dunne versus the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, the new North American champion, and Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. Now, I didn't know what was going to happen here because Adam Cole had just had a really vicious ladder match. And we're here out here doing this match not even a half hour later. And Cole went through an announce table. For most of the match, he was in an announce table taking a nap for most of this match. And Kyle O'Reilly had a fight for himself. But Roddy Strong turned on Pete Dunne, aligning himself with the NSP and Arrow, and he didn't retain. I'm assuming this means Roddy Strong will take the Bobby Fish role until Bobby Fish comes back from injury. Probably. So, your thoughts on the match? Probably. I didn't expect. The Roddy Strong turn. No, did not, we all popped. All of us just shocked. Even Mandy, not, Mandy, who's very good at reading the room, yeah. did not see that one coming. No. Did not. <laughs> well, then also, to set up a little bit of backstory, you have Adam Cole in the back with the trainer saying, you can't wrestle, you yes, got this, you're hurt. Story. It was a good story. It was a good story. You know, Very good storytelling overall on this show, by the way. Very good storytelling. Yeah. But overall, and by the way, that match lasted 11.38. So that overstayed its welcome, and it was good. And yeah. Also, the pain always, always impressed. They always impress. Right. And the the Pete Dunn situation, I think, you, instead of having a one on one on Roddy, I, I'm thinking that Pete's going to find another tag team partner. And, and they're the belts. Gonna, yeah, they're going to. Well, challenge. I think first what you do to make it interesting is have Pete Dunn versus Roddy for the UK title yeah. first, yep. and then you go from there. I don't think Pete Dunn's going to drop the title, but I think it'd be interesting to see what happens next. Yep. By the way, I want to make a note. We will talk about the access tournaments on on the Friday show. Because I don't have all the results, and I'm trying to get all the results. I don't have the results yet, so we'll talk about that on Friday. Okay. As well as all the news. I know there's a whole bunch of network news. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that on Friday, too. Yep. I just want to make that note. Okay. okay, moving on. NXT Championship. Aleister Black versus Andre Cien Almas with Selena Vega. This is good. I like Almas and Vega as a heel team. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. Then again, I also might have a little crush on Selena Vega. That might have something to do with it. Yeah. But... Alistair Black is the NXT champion. This match went just under 19 minutes. Your thoughts? It was a good match. Very good match. Um, and the moves they're putting in each other and doing their finishers. It had the, the crowd captivated from start to finish. Uh, and now with CN uh, not having a belt... Tends to wonder whether or not he's being called up. I was looking the same thing. I yeah. was looking the same thing. Maybe almost gets called up to the main roster. Yeah. Because I heard on the pre-show, you didn't see this in the pre-show. I was on the pre-show, you didn't see this. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre called out Almas. He didn't call out the title. He said, "What is his words?" He yeah. said, "I'm calling out Almas. If he retains the belt, mm-hmm. I'll come after the belt. But if Alistair Black wins the belt, congratulations, Tim. I want Almas." 
So maybe that means Almas and McIntyre can get your feet to the main roster. It's very possible. That's not a bad idea. Or you wait, and that can headline Chicago. Because we're going to take over Chicago in a yeah. So that could also yep. be one of the headline yeah. matches yep. in Chicago. Yeah, they could. Meanwhile, main event time, and this was epic. This was fucking epic. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Holy fuck, this was epic. In an unsanctioned match. Um, the referee, by the way, wearing a black t-shirt, showing it was unsanctioned, which I thought was pretty funny. And it came out with uh, black gloves. Yes, looking unsanctioned. This is definitely unsanctioned. Yeah. But Tommaso Ciampa, no theme music. But nope. he didn't need it. Nope. Boy, he did not nope. need it. Because he got to the ring, and this crowd hated him. Yeah. More than yep. probably Roman Reigns. He hated him. Yep. Fuck you, Champa Chance. Asshole Chance. I have not heard Chance like this since the Attitude Era. This was unreal. And as he's walking down to the ring, he's they got that deadpan stare. He was soaking it in, but yeah. it was great. Like, yep. He did amazing. Yep. Johnny Gargano, star of the night. Oh, my God, he's so over. It's this, amazing. This match did not disappoint. Very back and forth. Very emotional. Very physical for both uh, both wrestlers. This and, match went thirty seven oh six. There you go. And it, I did, it did not feel that long at all. It did not feel long. And then there's a good possibility Trampa may have re-injured an injury. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. The way or or just really just yelling. Yeah. Trampa, by the way. I knew he had it in him. We knew he had it in him in yeah. Ring of Honor. Oh yeah. But oh my God, did he turn up the humanisms and the prickiness throughout this? I don't think that's a word, but yep. he turned it up. He was yep. mock clapping himself and is proud of himself for every yep. movie he hit. Yep. It was amazing. It was so much fun to watch this match. And we're we're not doing it justice. You have to see this match if you're a wrestling fan of any kind. This will make you love the sport even more. It was that good. Yep. Um, Gargano won with a STF with. Chompa's knee brace, brace that he had taken off yep. Yep. as the instead of his hands he used the knee brace yep. and that was amazing that was yep. absolutely incredible I think that was the kind of uh, proverbial wrestling FU it was great and so 3706 NXT he got his NXT contract back I'm still going with the prediction that he's quitting next Wednesday and going up to the main roster yeah or this week or maybe even on Smackdown this week depending yep. on what they do with the storylines going yep. on because yep. NXT kind of you know, Smackdown does need some people right um, Kansas Ray came out, and that's how the show went off the air. Boy, that was fun. So we all get some sleep. We got up the next day. I was checking in on trying to watch Ring of Honor, and I didn't work. <laughs> and um, I tried to keep track of all the all stuff going on at Access. And now we have WrestleMania. The show started at 4 o'clock our time. Kickoff show. Yeah. And boy, did this thing go long. This thing went seven hours. When it was all said and done, it went just over seven hours. I expected longer. Maybe that's just me, because last year went a lot longer than that. Last year went over midnight, so last year went over eight hours. I'm thinking they've learned from those yes. long shows. It was a nice, tight show, actually. For the fact that it was a five-hour show, it was still tight. Yeah. We'll get to that, though. We'll start with the pre-show. We had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal with special guests, JR and the King, on commentary. Hey. Um, we'll just get to the ending. This is 1545. Matt Hardy won. Broken Awoken Wat won because Bray Wyatt came in and helped him win. <laughs> Here you go. Let let that sink in for a second. Your thoughts. Your I, thoughts. I did not expect the Bray Wyatt issue or uh I guess storyline. We always there were rumors that kind of that he may or may not show up to help 
But we'll we'll see how the storyline goes. I mean, it looks like they've formed some sort of alliance, and I think that's only because until Jeff uh, is able to get back into the ring. Well, according to um, what he said at the Hall of Fame, he is ready to go. So I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, although this is all right. It's a battle royal, so there's not really a whole lot you can talk about. Yeah. Um, they had the Cruiserweight title match. It was um, Cedric Alexander finally winning the Cruiserweight Championship over Mustafa Ali. This was good for a pre-show Cruiserweight match. It was, I enjoyed this. It was a very good match. It was, it was, it was very... hard for the crowd because they were just showing up and they're both yeah. bases, so it was hard to reap one person. Right. I can't really blame the crowd right. for that. Right. But overall, good match. It was 12-20. And Drake... Drake... Um, um, Drake Mallard? Uh, that's not right. Um, Drake Maverick. Maverick. I'm thinking Drake Mallard's Darkwing Duck's persona. I'm sorry. Drake Maverick came in the ring and he was he was in tears. I think he oh, had yeah. the moment when he got in the ring. He's like, "Oh shit, I'm at WrestleMania in the ring." Yeah. Like, oh, that was like yeah. the, I saw his face like, "Oh shit, I'm yep. in WrestleMania." WrestleMania. Yep. <laughs> Holy crap! With 78,000 people in front of me, that wow, at WrestleMania. <laughs> 78, 133. Yes, if that's the real number. Um, that's that. Moving on, we had the Women's Battle Royal. Again, another Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Naomi won. Um, I really thought Bailey won this thing, but apparently Naomi didn't get eliminated, and Naomi won. Yep. I don't know what yep. to say about it. Any thoughts on this? I didn't have much. Uh, I Becky didn't this... get a... Becky, Becky got an entrance, but didn't get a good exit. I don't understand yeah. Becky. I don't know what's going on with Becky. I don't get it. Um, this may set up a storyline between Naomi and... Uh... Other female wrestlers. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And Sasha Bailey's thing continuing. Hopefully, they get a match at Backlash. Yep. They deserve a match. They get a match at Backlash. And that was the pre-show. Quick and painless. No big deal. All right. Let's get into the main show. First of all, we opened it up with... Um, it was good. It was a good start. I, I enjoyed the video package. I don't understand their love for New Orleans culture, but I can deal with it because it's New Orleans. But it, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Okay. Um, John Cena was sitting in the crowd, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, um, I forgot to mention that uh, he was sitting in the crowd after a pregnant woman drinking beer. I, I, okay, why not? And, and fans I mean, coming up and he's taking pictures, and 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 doing autographs. Yeah, there's a video up on our Instagram of John Cena with a kid. It was really, really funny. Um, opening contest, Intercontinental Championship. It was the Miz with this awesome 3D effect intro. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. That right. sending the Miz to watch to the back. Um, Seth Rollins came out looking like he really, really, really loves. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, I watched Game of Thrones, so I yeah. didn't get the joke. But apparently, the um, dragon had fire, real fire, for him during the burn, burn it down thing. That was pretty cool. Yep. Um, and Finn Balor, not a demon. Yep. But the the sight of him doing his entrance with seventy thousand people back when was pretty damn cool. Yep. Um, Seth Rollins is now the Intercontinental Champion for the very first time. He's now Grant. He's now the He's now the um, third. He's now the officially all free shield members are now officially Grand Slam champions. Yep. He was the last one. Um, Fifteen thirty. What do you think of this match? I think it's it was good. To I start. really enjoyed it. I it, enjoyed it. It was it was good to start the um, program out with. I enjoyed it. I really I really I forgot to play that thing. I forgot to play one of the WrestleMania themes. Never it's like 18 WrestleMania themes, so I chose a different one this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, what do you think of the American Beautiful? I, I, was, I was like, okay, they're good singers. I don't know who they are. Uh, I don't know who they are. Here's the thing. If they're local no, girls, They're local. They're national stars. They're apparently. national. Never heard, never of, heard of them. 
Look at Apple in the pop world. They didn't get much like much choice where they had no clue what was going on half the time, so that yeah. might have something to do with it. Chloe X Halley. I don't understand it. They're, they're probably big stars. I don't know who they are. And they're sisters, so. Yeah, so there's that. Sorry. Okay, back to this. I enjoyed the show a lot. I really enjoyed this. I thought it was good. All right, we move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> the order of this was interesting. We had Charlotte versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship in the second match of the show. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte, holy fuck, she got a flare entrance. Yes. I did not expect a flare entrance. Yep. When the music hit and Flair's theme music starts playing, and all of a sudden she comes out on a freaking throne with guards. I'm like, Whoa! Yeah. They took the clean gimmick to a whole new level. Like, holy crap, they did a great job. Yeah, that's he did. And then she got to do her normal thing. Very serious when she got to the ring, but I really liked it. I thought it was a really cool entrance. And then they did this weird thing with Asuka with masks. Yeah. I didn't quite understand, but it works because of Asuka. And she got a cool clothes. She had a, like, rhinestone mask on. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. If you had told me, if you had told me a month ago that in the second match of WrestleMania... Charlotte would defeat Asuka, ending the two-year undefeated streak of Asuka at 13.05 to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. I would not have believed you. Nope. Your thoughts on the match? Nope. I didn't think Asuka's streak was going to be broken. I didn't think that Charlotte would be walking away as the champion. So This started my thing of everything I know about this show is out the window. This really started my word last night. When right. I kept saying it, I kept saying it all night. Everything I know yeah. tonight is out the window. Yeah. Like this, this started my trend. <laughs> you know, there was always rumors that maybe at SummerSlam, Oscar Strick would be defeated. Like there was rumors that Carmella would cash in, enter this as a triple threat, yeah. and then Oscar would pin Char- Carmella instead of Charlotte. Yeah, just so Charlotte wouldn't get pinned. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, I, all out the window. But Charlotte won, and I really enjoyed this match a lot. I thought this was a really good wrestling match. Yeah. Charlotte was showing how good she truly is. Yes. Oscar's Oscar. Yeah. And they got to put on a show. We move on. Um, John Cena's in the crowd. John Cena's in the crowd. John Cena's in the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then uh, referee Dan Engler came up to John Cena during Charlotte's celebration. Oh, by the way, Oscar and Oscar and Charlotte hugged out to the match. Yeah. And Oscar said Charlotte was ready for Oscar. Yeah. Well, that was classy. That was classy. And both women were hugging and crying. But I thought that was a little classy. But anyway, a referee um, comes to John Cena and says, says, whisper something in his ears. And Cena's just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Well, and then he says, I'm not kidding. And Cena ran. Well, here's And by th- ran, I mean sprinted. Like, Nikki's in trouble? No. There's a boy in the well? Like, that was see, the reaction. Here's, here's the thing. I heard the referee say to, to John, Taker is here. I didn't hear Taker. I just heard he's here. No, That's all I heard. I heard Taker is here. And then John kind of played it like, this is a joke. And, you know, he's in back. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that's when the excited John Cena, you know, went and did his little thing going up the ramp, passing up Charlotte Flair. Charlotte's face in the second. Like, oh, that was, that was a running the, John Cena. Uh, that was yeah. a running John. Like, Okay, I you know, don't know what happened here, but you, all right. You can't think maybe Nikki was in trouble, maybe oh, Nikki's I, pregnant. Or, the, or, or our boy fell in a well and yeah. he had to go get Lassie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was yeah. the reaction. Like, I don't know what that was. I want to know what the crowd and the, the crowd thought. Because obviously they didn't hear the referee. And at home, we got that detail. In yeah. the building, if you're just seeing Gina jump the barricade and sprinting up, what the hell are you thinking? Like, what the hell is going on here? Moving on, we have um, the U.S. title match. 
Um, we have to he had um Bobby Roode's music hit first. Crowd goes crazy. Yep. Then an English come out and sing for Rusev Day, and somebody said any English was dressed better than Rusev, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> um, so no, so you know, Singh came out. Which, by the way, I feel so bad for the other Singh brother who's hurt, who yeah. did not get for somebody to payday. Yeah. It's gonna be the night to get your payday, and he didn't get it. Yeah. Um, they bring out Jinder Mahal, and then Randy Orton decided to pick to walk double speed and mm-hmm. get to the ring faster this year, which I greatly appreciated. Yep. Um. Jinder Mahal is now the U.S. champion, pinning Rusev at 8-15. I don't know how to feel. Because about six months ago, when, when Jinder Mahal dropped the title, and I said, okay, fine, put him a U.S. title on him. Yeah. I have no problem with Jinder Mahal holding a mid-card belt. I just didn't want to be WWE champion. Right. Now here we are, and I want Rusev to win this match. So I don't know what to feel here. What do you think? I have no idea how the management decided on what they did. Because everyone... Well, Vince loves Mahal. That's pretty much how we learned that. Vince loves Mahal. You know, and, and the thing is, is being WrestleMania and Rufus, you know, the day and everyone's emotion, you know, everyone, to me, thought that Rusev would get the belt, you know, and celebrate Rusev Day. Well, every day's Rusev Day. Wow. Happy Rusev Day, by the way. Oh. <laughs> and by the way, so after this... We had a fashion file segment, which I really thought was just a fashion file segment on here. I really thought when this started, mm-hmm. you know how traditionally we used to have those WrestleMania backstage segments yeah, yeah. where like all the legends would show up. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was going to be one of those segments. We, okay, fine. The fashion files is here. They've been doing this gimmick all year. We'll do it here, and it'll be the excuse to bring all legends in because Mick Foley was there. So like, okay, it'll be the excuse to bring all legends in. The yeah. two of them can trash everyone's outfits, and then we have a good old time. Until no, it turned out to be a Snickers commercial. Be <laughs> a Snickers commercial. I don't know. The Snickers thing, of course, has been funny. one one of several Snickers commercials involving WWE. I've enjoyed the Snickers commercials WWE. Don't get me wrong, but this one was kind of weird. I didn't expect it. So. Oh, the one with the Miz was just Miz is hysterical. The yeah. Elias one I like. The Elias re- seeking the alphabet cracks me up. Yeah. That one cracks me up yeah. every time I hear it. Um, okay, moving on. We are going into Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon at Triple H. First, Steph and Triple H came out with a motorcycle, with a with a with a motorcycle. Um, um, but what was it? Um, I can't think of the word. Convoy. Procession. Procession. That's what it was. And they came down, and this is a cool entrance. Yeah. Oh, little low key for trips. Not gonna lie, kind of low key for trips. Both him and Steph were riding on trikes that were. That was pretty Mac- cool. Tricked out. That was pretty cool. Trips was wearing a weird mask, which it, no, they never really explained. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got in the ring. They did their thing. And um, they both did the spit water thing, which was pretty cool. So you yeah. to do that. I mean, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was cool. And then they did their whole entrance. And then all of a sudden, Kurt Angle came out with a full-out, old-school, red, white, and blue, wearing the metal, full pyro, full fireworks. It was cool. I, it, it was so happy to see Kurt Angle enter the game. And everyone in the crowd saying, you suck. But it was nice to see Kurt Angle's you entrance again. Yeah. It was really nice. Right. And then came out Ronda Rousey, yeah. and she got an over-the-top entrance, which I enjoyed. I loved her entrance because of the um, the smoke. It felt like a UFC entrance turned up a notch. Yep. Didn't it feel like that? Yep. It was like her UFC entrance times 10, yep. which I liked. And um, she came out dressed like Roddy Piper, yep. which I had no problem with because the storyline made sense. Yep. It made perfect sense. She came out, Roddy Piper like, but then she took off the took off the Roddy right the, the um the kilt kilt yeah. and she's in the ring. I'm like, holy fuck, she looks amazing! Like she yep. looks amazingly in shape. Yep, she looks like she's ready to go. Yep. She looked better here than I saw her in UFC See? fights. Yep. like she looked absolutely amazing to start this this match off. Um, 
And Ronda Rousey, I'll just get to the end of the match, and we'll talk about the match itself, but the yeah. end of the match came, Ronda Rousey made Stephen McMahon tap out at 20-40, Ronda and Kurt Angle won, but I, the story of this match is Ronda Rousey looked amazing in this match. She learned how to wrestle! Somebody learned how to wrestle! She did bumps, she did stuff, I know. She hit her karate at one yeah. point. Somebody learned how to wrestle! And then that little barrage she had when basically Triple H walked in and she yes. backed him into the, the corner and... By the way, somebody made a point that that's the referee from NXT. The referee was doing the match was actually the referee from NXT. Uh-huh. And Chris brought up personally, which is why he was able to change the rules on the fly. Because uh-huh. that was actually Triple H's selected referee. Right. So, but overall, oh my God, Ronda Rousey, who knew? Who knew she was going to look this good? And like, then, she looked good. Then the uh, the one I think everyone kind of gasped at is when Ronda had Steph in that armbar and Kurt had Triple H in the uh, uh, angle lock. Oh, then and they then, were holding hands. And they, and, I thought that was the end because Steph and Triple H were holding hands. And then they, they pulled... Kind of. Trips, trips, flipped Angle off of him, and Angle flew into so, Stephanie and Ronda, and, uh, and they went head to head. Yeah, that was dangerous. Yeah. That was dangerous. I, I thought that because of that move, I thought someone was going to get injured. And nobody got hurt. Nobody no. got hurt in this match. I mean, a little redness on Angle's face, but nobody got hurt, yeah. which was nice. No. This is great. I really, really love this. Is one of my favorite matches of the entire evening. I really did. This was fantastic. So much better than I ever expected. I mean, because I had low expectations, yeah. but it was so great. It, it, the crowd got into it. That's all I can say. The crowd. Yeah, the got crowd into loved it. this from beginning to end. Right. They love this. So if you want, it helps. It helps. If you wanted a match to basically get the crowd into it and get excited, this was the match. Yeah, it really helps when the crowd sat into it. And that probably made it so much more fun because the crowd was so into it. Yep. All right. Next up, tag team championship for SmackDown. New Day came out with pancakes with unicorn dust toppers on the 3D thing, and, and then minutes dressed in pancakes. pancakes. Yes, people, that's a sentence. Midgets dressed as pancakes. I have no words for that. I have no idea who came up with this probably, concept. Probably the New Day themselves. Uh, to I, me, I got nothing. To, <laughs> me, to me, it was kind of like if you got really, really wasted and you had a dream, this would be the dream. I get I don't was, even know what happened here. I, so then, shocking, embarrassing, whatever you want to use. I have nothing. I, think, I have nothing for I, this. I, I think the word everyone will probably use is... Pancakes! No, <laughs> different. Well, different was later. I'll get to different later. But pancakes. Um, so Kofi and Big E were going to wrestle in this match. Xavier's on the outside with a faux wig, which I didn't quite understand. But with a wig, by the way, I found out that was not was his it? hair. Okay. Um, and then it came out with um, Usos who, very first match ever on a WrestleMania main card. Mm-hmm. Very congratulations to them. Yep. And they came out the Bludgeon Brothers, Harper and Rowan. And this match did not last very long. It was five minutes and 50 seconds, and the Bludgeon Brothers squashed the New Day in the Usos. Who win this match on Tattoo Champion. I, I don't know what to say. There wasn't much to this. I wasn't expecting a title change. I really wasn't. I was, but I wasn't expecting it so short. I wasn't expecting this match to be so short. Mm. So, that was quick and out, and I don't know where to go next. I guess I have no idea where to go next. Um, so, this is the last thing. CJ saw it before he went to sleep. Cena mm. came out. I was like, okay, I'm happy. And then Cena came out. I'm like, okay, we'll wait till this segment's over. Cena well, came out, and he's ready to go. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. And Taker didn't come out. So, the lights well, go down. Right. The lights go down. I'm getting there. Yep. The lights go down. Yep. 
and Elias came out, which, admit, did not see that one coming. Did not expect Elias. He comes out and starts doing his thing. And I enjoy Elias. And Don't get me wrong, but this came out of nowhere. In the background, you hear the fans just booing. Well, also chanting for Taker. Chanting Taker and booing Elias. Which is good. It was the one time Elias truly got heel heat. Yep. It was the one time. Because normally, yep. he'll get a mixture, the crowd will stay along, but they yep. were so pissed off that they got heel heat. And that might have been the point. That might have been the point of this for him. Yep. He did his thing. Cena got pissed off. He attacked Elias. There was really no thing here. And then they beat up Elias, and then Cena left. As Cena left, the lights went out again. But here, here's the thing, because Cena didn't know it was a match. All of a sudden, a referee comes in. Well, this wasn't a match. Elias wasn't a match. Yeah, but, the, but match. the referee comes in, and, and they count, and it's one, two, three. Oh, no. The Elias-Cena thing was not a match. It, it never happened. There was no pinfall. Okay. I there couldn't was think, no pinfall. There I, was no ref for this. Okay. I thought there was, was a ref that came in. No, not for okay. this. Not right. for this. Okay. There was a ref out there, but not for this segment, because okay. it was just the two of them doing their thing, and then Cena beat up Elias. Okay. So then they left. There was no match. Um, Cena was pissed. He goes up the ramp. I thought it was interesting that the that the um, announcers card calling out Cena for looking very dejected and not into it tonight. Mm-hmm. That that was interesting. And then the music, and then the Cena music hits. The lights went out. The same music stopped. The lights went out, and lightning. Then the lights came back up, and the Undertaker outfit from last year is in the ring. And then they lit it on. Then they then they had lightning strikes hit it, which was weird. But okay, fine, I'll go with it. Apparently, they didn't show that in the arena. That was just for us at home. Okay. Probably, apparently, that was just for us at home. Okay. And um, so nobody in the arena saw that. Okay. Um, and the lights went off again. Lights came back up, and out comes Undertaker. Coming up, rising up from hell with the moon behind him like he came off of Amber, like he borrowed Ember Moon, Moon's entrance video. Yeah. And <laughs> he came out, and he did the entrance, and the entrance lasted longer than the match because then we had John Cena versus The Undertaker, and John Cena got squashed by The Undertaker mm-hmm. in 245. Your thoughts? I know you were really, really pissed last night about this. So go ahead. I was... First of all, I think the way Cena was trying to sell it was way over the top. Oh, it's Cena. <laughs> you know, um, and to me, I mean, if if you were fan, you didn't hear anything about Taker, you know, making an appearance because everything was, this was the best kept secret for WrestleMania. I will correct you on one thing. Okay. I was in Brian Fritz from Between the Ropes. Okay. He put up, he was talking about how in the WWE WrestleMania program, mm-hmm. When you go through it, traditionally the program, and every match is in it. Right. You go through it, there's detailed storylines, right. people that are new. I like the fact they do that. But then you go to the one page, and it says, it's Cena, uh. and behind him is the shadow of the Undertaker. Okay. And all it says is, will Taker answer John Cena's challenge? Okay. That's all it said in the program. I, I don't know what the hell that means, and, but that happened and, that was in the program. So back to you. But... The thing is, is you didn't hear any type of rumors come out or spoilers or anything. No, this was the best of the best. Very good, well, secret of this one. And then when the music hits and you see Taker and his shadow and the theme music, don't get me wrong. I'm not I feel taking like the entrance is longer than the match. Right. <laughs> don't get me wrong. And I, I, Taker does deserve his WrestleMania moment, which he got. And Taker belongs at Mania. And I know there was a lot of stuff. We were talking about Goldberg, about the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And would you have Goldberg show up at Mania to do something quickly, squash a heel, and then leave? 
Much like they did with Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, and McFoley that one year when uh-huh. they came out to take care of the League of Nations and help the New Day. Mm-hmm. If this was that kind of situation, that's fine. Right. I had a problem that they hyped this up for four or five weeks. Cena calls them out, Cena calls them out, Cena calls them out, and then it gets squashed? Really? Like, I don't get it. Well, let's go back further, too, with the uh, Ric Flair-HBK match. But yeah, but that was an actual match, though. Right. This is not that. Right. This was more along the lines of I'm a celebrity, not... a appearance by a wrestler. Like, remember Rock came out at WrestleMania 31, yeah. and he had a random one-minute-half-minute match with yeah. Luke Harper for no reason? Yeah. That's what this is like. It makes no sense. I, th- I, think, sense. I think what it is, it's, it's too... And I hate to use this word, appease the fans. It's like, okay, I'll give Cena what he wants. And basically, Cena doesn't understand what he's going to get. He's going to get an ass kicking. And you get a short match that basically the fans were so disappointed in. Are they? Oh, actually, that's the funny part. The crowd was happy to see Cena. Based on the crowd. Mm-hmm. They were happy to see Cena. They were happy to see Taker. They were happy to get the entrance and the exit. I think it was after the fact. When everyone was kind of like, wait, that was it? That was it. I mean, really? Because we have CJ with us, and he stayed up to watch this segment past yep. his bedtime yep. on a school night, yep. and he's like, "That was it, really?" It, he, he was pissed. Like, that was it. All I can say is, it's <laughs> he's like, "Who's the ten-year-old?" And he was pissed. As a fan, I was not happy with the direction it took because, for as much hyping as you did for this before WrestleMania happened, it did not live up. To the hype. Well, speaking of living up to the hype, we move on to uh, we had the Hall of Fame, and then we did. Um, this is where Kid Rock wasn't there, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Goldberg did not do the full entrance, but he did get full pyro for his entrance, so that was pretty cool. Thank you. They didn't do the knock on the wall. They didn't do the knock on the door like they did at the Hall of Fame, but he did get a full pyro. There, so you, there go. you go. One last time. That's fine. Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon come out. Shane McMahon comes out first, and then they hit this awesome video that they should have brought out at WrestleMania 30. And they, 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 I think they're looking back like, why didn't we do this four years ago? Yeah. And they showed a montage of everywhere that the Yes Chan has taken off and then all of sports and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I loved this video. I thought it was yeah. amazing. Yep. And then they had Daniel Bryan come out, and that building came on glued for Daniel Bryan. If this building wasn't came on glued for Taker, but it was more of respect, this came out of passion and love for Daniel Bryan. Let's, <laughs> let's put it this way. Everyone says, as far as, you know, in WWE, is never say if <sighs> you can get the fans over on, on your, your with gimmick. With one word! With one word! With your gimmick, <laughs> you've got it. Oh you have that it factor, and that's what Daniel Bryan has. It was, it was, he, he has the it factor. I said it on Twitter. Daniel Bryan is one of the reasons I love wrestling. He is one of the reasons I love wrestling, because he is the 100% babyface equivalent. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to yep. do. And the crowd loves him, and he's so energetic. You can't help but smile. When he comes out, it's impossible not to smile when Daniel Bryan comes to the ring. It's impossible. When he was at the top of the ramp, and he's looking over the crowd. Oh, my God, what a sight. And, and basically, he's got a little bit of a, a smile to him, and he comes out, and he does his yes gestures. Oh, my you God. Had, that building was amazing. You had everybody. 70,000 plus. Everyone. Chanting, yes, yes, great yes. Sight. And here's the thing. You even got Shane to go along Shane with, was having fun. with the fans, which was what great. Amazing By the way, I heard WWE. 
like at the NXT show where they handed out the Johnny Gargano emoji signs. Mm-hmm. I was WWE did that. Yeah. They handed out yes signs. And that only well, WWE did that. Yep. And I respect WWE for that because they didn't have to do that and they nope. did. And I like the fact they did that. So very cool, very cool moment. Well, then we had KO and Sammy come and they jumped into Brian and, and Shane. I did not expect yep. that. Nope. That was a nice surprise. Nope. Though Shane did most of the match by himself. And then you were saying, why are they doing this? I'm like, Daniel Bryan is the best at hot tags. Right. He is the best. Yeah. Like, the absolute best. So, I said, they did. They, they, I predicted this. Right? I started, like, they're going to have him beat down, and then Daniel Bryan's going to come up, and yeah. he's got a hot tag, and the crowd's going to erupt. It's exactly what happened. Daniel Bryan was the old school Daniel Bryan. Without the headbutts, without any, no headbutts, yeah. and no flying headbutts of any kind. Yeah. You notice that. There's yeah. none of that, which yeah. I appreciated. This match went 15-25. The last, like, five minutes was all Daniel Bryan. And they won. Dana Bryan and Shane won. And I really, really fucking enjoyed this. Yep. I think I, I'm very, 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 very biased when it comes to Dana Bryan. I, I'm openly honest about yep. this. Yep. <laughs> so, really, really exciting. It's, I like how Shane sold it with the beatdown from both uh, Kevin and Sami Zayn. It, he sold it really well. And, but then, of course, he had the oh my god moment in the match where Shane's going to do pillar to pillar. And they played out the hernia, the hernia stuff too. I didn't expect that. Right. That was a nice surprise. Um, one more thing I have to mention: we were joking about this last night, and I didn't catch this. It was in the report here from Jason Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, when Shane went, Shane, 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 KO was beating up Shane in front of his kids. Right. I did not see this. I think you may have said something, but I, I kind of brushed it off. So if yeah. I did, I apologize. Yeah. Linda McMahon was sitting next to his boys. McMahon <laughs> was sitting next to his boys, mm-hmm. but I didn't notice it. And Jason wrote it down. Apparently, she looked like well, Linda McMahon. This thing, they're still not reacting to anything. Yeah. So there you go. Um. So that was that. Okay. Let's move on. We're, we're gonna go right past the fighting with my family clip because I'm sick of seeing it. Uh, um. As much as I am looking forward to this movie, I do want to watch this movie. I'm so sick and tired of seeing just this clip of the Rock. Have a n- different clip. Can we have a full trailer? Can we have a full trailer? Can, That'd be great. Can, can we just have a different clip, please? Yeah, like, well, maybe like I said to you, I don't know if WWE expected people to watch everything like they did. Mm-hmm. They showed this three times during every show. Like it got really annoying after like 14 hours. I mean, so. have, have a clip when you're first meeting Vince or something. Just change it up. I get you got the Rock in this movie and it's a big deal. I understand that you got the Rock in a movie. It's WWE Studios movie. It's a very big deal. But come on, it's, it's annoying now. And I guarantee we'll see it again tonight. I guarantee we'll see it again tonight. Uh. Um. Anyway, so I'm just trying to speed this up a little bit. We had um, Alexa Bliss yeah. getting an awesome entrance. Yeah. I really liked the goddess entrance. Yeah. That yeah. was really really yeah. sweet. Yep. And then Nia Jax came out wearing an outfit where that says to me, fuck you, I'm going to show off my my curves and my boobs and I'm not going to care. There you go. <laughs> I'm not going to care. That's pretty much what Nia's outfit told me. And I respected that 100%. And uh, Nia came down to the ring and very the, focused. And beat the living shit out of Mickey James. That's what happened first. There you go. She beat the living shit. She threw around like a freaking rag. She reminded me of like... The big show throwing around May Mysterio. That's what that reminded me uh, of. I mean, like, if holy you, shit. If you looked at, I believe even the color commentators were going, oh my God, how high did she throw Mickey? But yeah, that was like, um, it, like I said, it was like big show beating up Ray Mysterio. That's yep. what it would look yep. like. It was insane. But then, okay, we had a really good match, but at the end, Nia Jax, to the, to the happiness of, of Mandy and all big women around the world, and people who get fat shamed around the world. And by the way, Coca Cole sold this amazingly. I have yep. to say that. Yep. Coca Cole sold this well. Mm-hmm. 
Nia Jax is the Raw Women's Champion. <laughs> Holy shit. It's 10-15. This match went longer than I expected, but 10-15. And this is great. I really am very proud of Nia Jax. Yeah. I'm really proud. This really is cool. her moment in the sun. She deserves it. So, um, like I said, Mandy was in tears for this. And, and Mandy did not get emotional about much. Yep. But she was in tears watching Nia Jax win this belt. Like, she was crying. But I, it was amazing. It was happy tears. Happy tears for Nia. Okay. She is now the Raw Women's Champion, and who would have told me about um, who would have told me before this weekend started that Charlotte and Nia Jax would be our champions? I wouldn't believe you. Nope. Oh, sorry. Charlotte, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler would be our champions. I yep. wouldn't believe you. Yep. Moving on, we have um, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. Before we even get to the match, the video package made this feel like a big match feel. They brought out Japanese footage and newspaper clippings. I'm like, where the hell was this for the last five weeks of SmackDown television? I mean, like, where the hell was this? They brought out the early AJ Styles starting his career. And, I know. They showed, then, like, WCW. They showed some TNA clips. They even showed TNA clips in here. They, they paid for everything on this. It was really was there cool. a couple of Ring of Honor clips? Or yeah. No? They, they have a deal with Ring of Honor. They have a deal with Ring of Honor. Yeah. But, like, they were doing New Japan clip. They were showing everything. Yeah. And they even showed some clips from their first match. And Rust Kingdom. Like, yep. they showed everything in here. It is too damn bad. The match did not live up to the hype. But we'll get into that. Shinsuke came out. And all I asked for. All I asked for was a violin. That's all I asked for. What we got instead was... Um, who was that playing the, um, the, the, playing the guitar? I know Mandy said Oh, it. Mandy said that that's the lead guitarist for Alice Cooper. Yeah, Alice Cooper's band. Yeah, um, 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 Nita Schwartz. There you go. Yeah. He can, She started... With the electric guitar version of shit. I came out of the bathroom to hearing his music being played by electric guitar. I'm like, what the hell's going on? She starts playing electric guitar. The place is going insane. And all of a sudden, she pans backwards. And we see ten, and you called this, yep. ten violinists on separate sides. And Shinsuke is on the top of the ramp. There's yeah. a band playing yep. the music. And we had a full orchestra pretty much playing Shinsuke's music. Yep. And, and Shinsuke was in heaven. He was in heaven. He was loving the moment. You could tell as he's walking down the ramp and he's doing his little dance. As I said and last night, that was a rock star entrance. That wasn't yep. a wrestler. That was a yeah. rock star entrance. If you notice... They're calling him the artist. Well, he's always been the artist. That's nothing new. That's nothing new. He's always been the artist, but this should have been the rock star. Last night yeah. should have been the debut of the rock star since Nakamura. Yeah. That's what that felt like to me. Um, then AJ came out to a normal entrance, but it was cool. It yep. was it was just in a pyro. Yep. It was AJ. It's, it's, if you're telling me the difference between the characters, yep. here's Shinsuke Nakamura, the over the top, and here's AJ. Yep. I'm a great wrestler, and I know it. Yep. That was the difference. Yep. I... Uh, I, I don't want to talk bad about this match, but I was bored. I was kind of bored. I, I, I wasn't. I thought... I it, just didn't think it was as good as I... I was waiting in this high expectations. Maybe the fact that I went in with high expectations. And this match went 20-20. And I thought it should have went longer. And it felt like it was going to go longer. The, and then it just kind of ended. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. They were they were giving each other, you know, move for move. And, and you had... High flying from AJ Styles, you had but the, yeah, the, I, the quick maneuvers of Shinsuke. Right to me. I to me, I think it lived up to some hype. I don't think it lived right. up to the massive hype that it, it, had. it didn't live up to the classic. This is you're not going to see Free this match. again Free type match. of match. Yeah. Well, thinking maybe because they had something else planned. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But like it was over when I thought it would kick again. Like I thought we were going into the third stage of the match, and suddenly it was over. I was like. 
Oh, I thought he was gonna kick out Style Clash. I really thought he was gonna kick out Style Clash. Yeah, that's And we're gonna keep going for right. like ten more minutes, like right. every other big WrestleMania right. match does, and they didn't. Right. I'm like, oh, okay then. Well, then we find out why. Um, Shinsuke, um, doing their thing. Um, they hug. Nakamura took the belt from the referee. I don't want to need it. It's all like, okay, cool. And it's just like, I think they did the Oscar Charlotte thing yeah. to set this up to you know, nobody start coming. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that was the point of the Oscar Charlotte thing. And then you're waiting for it. Shinsuke's kneeling, holding the belt out. And then what happens? AJ. And then Shinsuke does a Ric Flair and takes his arm in between the uprights of AJ Styles. It's good. And AJ is rattling in pain and, and rolling Shinsuke around. And Shinsuke turned heel. Geo. And you know what? As as I mentioned earlier, with KO and Sammy no longer on SmackDown because of that match, mm-hmm. they needed a heel. And you know what? I'm okay with this. I'm actually okay with this because this was brought up on audio this morning I was listening to. Mm-hmm. The crowd does not have to choose anymore now. They don't have to choose. They could just cheer but, for AJ. But now you set up this wonderful storyline. And we have we could do this for months. There we could do go. this for months. And this means to me that when we do have mm-hmm. we do have the um shakeup, uh-huh. Shinsuke and AJ are not getting split up. Because they're not going to end this right now. Because here's the thing. If they want to basically make this like drawn out and dramatic and you have the backstory. Shinsuke can say I've always been jealous of the attention AJ got. I work just as hard, and no one give me that attention. I'm going to throw this out there, and we'll move on. We have two more, we have two more matches to go. Okay, okay. Um, I think next pay-per-view is Backlash. Shinsuke wins there. Heel cheating. And then we have a story from then till SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. AJ wins the belt back at SummerSlam in Brooklyn. That's what I think happens. Or that'd be cool. Right. That'd be a cool story. Or, yeah, there's gonna be some outside interference. Oh yeah, and something. You know, and you know who's gonna? It's gonna come from Nicholas. No. <laughs> no. Oscar. No, I don't think Oscar's gonna be involved in this. I think Oscar's in her own little world right now. Okay. But okay, we'll move on. Um. So the crowd's kind of reacting to the AJ Shinsuke situation, right? And all of a sudden, Mardi Gras music hits. <laughs> I did not see this one coming from these two. A Mardi Gras look comes out and. Samus is a Zaro and it's throwing beads. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? They come out with a photograph. I'm like, this is something out of the new day. I'm like, where did um, this come from? This is a. W- but it woke the crowd up. It woke the crowd up. That's the important this part. This was a WTF. But um, they broke the crowd out. That's fine. And they get out of the. Well, you know what? It's Mardi Gras. I go with it. I, okay. I was willing to accept it because we're in New Orleans yeah. and they needed an entrance. So cool. But then, of course, all the, the well, they got characters out. that were with them. Well, they got out of the thing. They did their full entrance finally, and they yeah. got to the ring. Yeah. And then Braun made the kit, and Braun came out. And I love this moment when he got in the float, Braun, and then everyone ran, <laughs> run away. And then he then he rolled the rolled the float off the stage. Oh, so, so, yep. so then the the weirdest thing I've ever seen happen at WrestleMania happens. Braun comes out, and he doesn't have a tag partner, and he looks at the crowd. Wait, wait, wait. grabs the mic. Oh, he grabs the mic and says. I'm picking one of you. 
And boy, am I confused. We're all confused. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out what he means by well, this. I thought, like, my opinion, I didn't say this last night, but I should have. I thought he was going to go in the crowd and pull something like a Santino. Or you pull somebody out of the ring that happens to be a trained wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And then you bring him up, like, tomorrow and say, oh, this guy's been training forever in NXT. Yeah, and didn't know he, yeah. Like, Braun Strowman was. Braun yeah. Strowman was a. Braun Strowman was like that. They brought yeah. him up, knowing who he was when he yep. was a Wyatt. So that's, I thought this was going to happen here. But no, he brought in a little kid named. Nicholas. Okay, I found I out the backstory behind Nicholas. Oh, go ahead. The Nicholas yes. is actually the son of the referee. <laughs> okay, one, one more the time. The referee that was in the ring for this match? Yeah. That's his son. <laughs> All right, and then the next I'm not question. making that up. And then, and then the next question go with this is why? I have no idea. So, the crowd apparently ate this up. I, I, I was fine with it. I thought it was stupid. Over the top and dumb at first, but I'm like, you know what? Let's go with this. Well, I like it. Braun takes him like, what's your name? And he gets this like, going, Nicholas. So Braun Strowman and Nicholas, apparently, apparently, defeated Sheamus and Cesaro to win the Braun Tag Team Championships in four minutes. Yes, I said this correctly. A probably almost 10 year old is the Raw Tag Team Champion. <laughs> but here's the thing, okay? The fans were cheering. Oh, the crowd loved it. The and they were, they, were, they were cheering Nicholas. And here's the thing. When Brown was walking up the aisle with him when they had their belts, and he's, you know, really, there was a big smile on that man's face. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. It was weird and dumb. And, like, everyone's eating it up today. And I love people that were having fun with it afterwards. But, like, what the hell do you do with this now? What the hell do you do? Like, I'm being serious. What the hell do you do tonight? So what you do is... Brom has both straps. Yeah, but technically Nicholas is the tag team champion. But technically, what you do is now Braun does this massive search for a credible partner, or but Nicholas is incredible, or or <laughs> in what WWE loves to do, we're gonna hold these straps in the bands and have a tag team tournament. I mean, what, so that, once again, in all seriousness, that's not a bad idea. All joking aside, right. all joking aside with the Nicholas situation, I can see Angle doing that. Where, Strowman, you didn't get a partner that was fun last night, but stripping of the titles, right. and we have a tournament. Right. And then you revitalize the Raw Tag Team division, and this you can bring up, like, you can, you can actually have the revival get pushed finally, mm -hmm. you can bring up the Office of Pain, right. you can bring up Sanity, right. and you can do a real tag division again. So, but I don't expect that. So. so so once again, Mr. Vacant will be the title holder. Yes. Yeah, I love the word abeyance. I remember that one Daniel Bryan was champion. Yeah. I forgot about the word abeyance. There you go. Okay, finally, we're at the main event. And I don't know how to feel yet. It's been almost 12 hours, and I still don't know how to feel about this. But Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. There wasn't any real over-the-top entrance. I expected more from Roman, because I know a couple of years ago he did the whole, like, cock his arm and then get the whole building. Yeah. There wasn't much over-the-topness right. for this. Typical entrances for the two of them. But that wasn't the story. Well, story. Well, let me just tell the finish. And okay, we'll get go ahead. Things. Brock Lesnar is still... The WWE Universal Champion pinning Roman Reigns at 15:55 after five F5s and an elbow that cut him open hard way, which, by the way, apparently was not approved. So, your thoughts? <laughs> so, are you saying once again that Lesnar went off script? Much like he did the Orton. They think he did Orton. Here's I don't know how to feel. Here's I'm the still thing. torn. The info going into this match was. 
that Brock... Oh, Dana White, by the way, I forgot to mention, Dana White was in the crowd right. for Ronda, so she was, he was obviously here for this. Right. So here's the thing. There's the news stories that broke on this that Brock's returning to UFC. He's returning to Dana White. He's going to go back to MMA and fighting again. So everyone is looking at, okay, that Brock's going to drop the title to Roman. Was it too obvious? Uh, th- and that's what everyone was led to believe. But as I said coming into this after the Oscar thing, when when Oscar lost, it kind of threw me for a loop on what do I know about this show now because my two gimmies were Oscar winning and Roman winning, and neither one of them won. <laughs> I, I think you. I don't know if you want to put change What's up. What's this damn building? What's this damn building? By the way, no, I don't know. Place the street cross or anything. I don't know if you want to use the word shake up or you know not to give the fans what they wanted or expected, but that's what happened. And the thing and they is, they were happy. They were happy. And here's the thing: for once, as Brock was beating the heck out of Roman Reigns, for once. You had the crowd. No. Nope. They were quiet? No, they weren't quiet. Well, no, no, no. no. Here's what happened. I found out what was going on. Okay. They weren't quiet. They were bored, and they started playing with beat balls. They were bored. They were bored. They threw the beat balls out a few hours early, and they started chanting boring. They were legitimately bored. Until? No, that was it. They were bored. There was no reaction to the ending. There was no reaction at all. There was nothing. How how pissed is Vince right now that Brock Lesnar making Roman Reigns bloody got nothing? There was there was there was like there was nothing. I there thought, was no reaction at all. I thought there was some reaction, but none. We were watching it live. There was no reaction. There was like I guess muted. You want to it was it, muted. If 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 you want to say minimal reaction, you can say that. But the thing is, is we didn't expect for Roman to be busted open. Nobody reckoned Roman to. Nobody also expected and, Roman to lose. And. And for as much blood that was coming out and covering Roman's face, you'd have thought that maybe one of the referees would have given him a towel to wipe it up because of the time. blood getting. They didn't have time. That's what I was for the blood getting getting in his eye, or for the referee to stop it. I don't think they have the time because there was only a couple minutes left, mm-hmm. and they have this situation in Roman the bloody mess. I haven't seen that kind of blood in years. He was a bloody... Fu- I don't think since Rogue Rock's first match against Cena have I seen someone that bloody. And Bloody fucking they were, they were Five v- at fives. They were very concerned. The refs came out. Oh, by the way, him gone. throwing him to the announce table also wasn't planned. That also wasn't planned. So, that was not supposed to happen. So would you say that this would be a big FU to Vince? I, I, it feels like it. It sure feels and, like and, it. And because of this, that we would probably never see... I would strip him tonight. Back. I strip him tonight. I strip him tonight. That's what I would do. I wouldn't even have him get beat. I strip him tonight and ban him from the company for a while. Because this is ridiculous. This is the second time this has I, happened. I would, I would not only ban him for a while, I'd ban him, period. I'll look at ban him, period. Because they don't do that. It's just something that they do. Well, let's just but say I that would at least ban him for now. I would be gone. I would be, you're done. You're done. Let, I'm let's sorry. Just say, I can't do this anymore. Let's just say, I don't think that you're going to see Brack in the uh, WWE Hall of Fame for what do you a do long tonight? time. What do you do tonight? With this, you address it the but way like, it needs to be do? addressed. Like, what do you do though? Like, okay, is Brock because, here? Is Brock not here because tonight? Like, here's the do? thing. Here's the thing. Brock's not going to show up. I can tell you why. Heyman's going to be the mouthpiece for him, like it always is. Right. And you're going to have Angle say, "I've got orders from Vince to do yeah. this." Okay. I, I'm just curious. What do you do here? But do you strip him of the belt? Do we have a tournament? Do we yeah. have to have a match tonight? Yeah. To crown a new champion. Like, like I don't know what to do here. So, you take the title away, you hold it up, 
But instead of having a tournament, do a match tonight. I think tonight would be the night because of the WrestleMania crowd. Right. And I would all put you, the belt on Braun. What you do is you say, okay, Roman's going to go through for this match, but I need another contender. To, I think to... what I would do, this is my opinion. Okay. Roman needs the night off. Definitely. He's bloody. Give him the night off. Definitely. And plus the fact, no matter what happened last night, you put him in front of this crowd tonight, mm-hmm. they will boot the living shit out of him anyway. So don't even put Roman on this show. Mm-hmm. What you do, here's what you do. I got it. 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 Because okay. you didn't make it for backlash. Okay. Here you go. It's half of what you just said, but I'll go with what you do tonight. Okay. You do a world title match tonight. You strip Brock of the belt. It probably won't happen, but I'm just it's fantasy booking. Mm-hmm. And you do a match like, because uh, KO and Sammy are no longer in SmackDown. So you put them on Raw. Mm-hmm. You put them in a match. Braun Strowman, and you make Samoa Joe return. And you have a four-way, and you have Braun Strowman win. Mm-hmm. Or you have Samoa Joe. Have Samoa Joe win in his return match. Mm-hmm. If Samoa Joe win, he's a heel. And then you have Samoa Joe, champion. But Roman Reigns wasn't in this because he was hurt. And you have Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns at Backlash. Yeah, that's a good possibility. There you go. That's what you do. Oh, uh, back on. Okay, the next show actually isn't it the greatest Royal Rumble. Is the next show the greatest mm-hmm. Royal Rumble? You okay, do it there. No. It's Saudi Arabia. I don't care what you got to do, but you got to get the belt on Brock. Because here's the thing: if you put Brock out in television tonight. Show, showing, react. showing that he didn't listen to what yeah. was, he was told, there's a very good possibility that somebody tonight. in the corporation, whether it's Heyman, whether it's another wrestler, whether it's Angle, is going to get seriously hurt. And I don't think Vince or Trips want to put anybody in that position. I don't know how the crowd will react either. But I'm not sure how the crowd's going to react. It's a weird situation. So that's that. That's the show. Um, overall, thoughts on Mania. I, I think B plus show. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show a lot better than last year. A minus B plus. Yeah, about better than last yeah, year's yeah, show. Yeah. It was a good pace until the ending. Yeah. It was a really good pace. I enjoyed the pace and it didn't end at midnight, which also helps. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's WrestleMania. What do you think? What do you look at tonight? Raw tonight. What do you think is gonna happen? I don't know. It's anyone's guess. It's I, gonna, I don't mind. It's, it. it's gonna be unpredictable. That's but cool. I, I I do know that they're gonna have to address. The Lesnar situation. And the tag team division. And, 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 and tag team with Braun. And we'll see where it goes from there. All right. You know, remember, it's live. Anything can happen. It is Raw. The Raw Stress Media is always the best show of the year. So yeah. that is tonight on Raw. Me and Sal will be watching it together on our phones. And we'll watch this thing tonight. And we'll see what happens. Let, let's see what uh, the storyline goes with uh, Kurt and Ronda. Yes. I, I want to do with Ronda next. I want to do with Ronda next. It should be fun. So I'm going to end the show here. Hi. I'm in the top one percent. With EC3C music, which I absolutely love. We'll end the show with this. Um, tomorrow, here on the feed, look for the preview of the Stanley Cup playoffs round one. Ding. From me, Stal, Scotty, Eric, and Mike all doing our picks. So that'll be tomorrow morning in this very time slot. Oh, and... Uh... Kudos to the Devils. Yes, the Devils and the Vegas Golden Knights, the National Predator. It's going to be fun. How Avalanche were also last place last year. They made the playoffs this year. So that's, under, that's another story. So um, that's that. Um, Friday, we're going to tape this on Thursday, but Friday we'll be back and we'll wrap up the rest of the week. We'll go through Access. We'll do this. We'll talk about Raw. We'll talk about SmackDown. Everything else going on this week. We'll wrap it up. And we're going to leave you with a cliffhanger. Yes. I can't get my words out. What? Lucha Impact Wrestler is no longer employed. Yes, we'll get into the news. Also, that we didn't talk about today. We'll get into all the news 
a WrestleMania week, including all the network announcements, everything they announced, mm -hmm. and everything going on. And hopefully by then, I'll watch Ring of Honor, and I can comment on Cody versus Omega. Cody, Cody versus Omega, which apparently was really, really good. Right. Um, we are part of the Filling the Void podcast network. You can hear me over on Clerks Minute. Mark's actually on the show all week this week. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, also, I want to give a plug to David, who yesterday morning did a special live show talking about NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania yesterday morning. So I gave him a plug. It was actually good. I got to look at listening to it today. Hi, so boss. Very cool. He he texted me. He's like, should I do this? And I helped him out with all the social media, and he went and did the show. So that was pretty cool. I want to plug him for that. Very nice. Um, that all being said, we will be back tomorrow with the NHL. Then we're back on the end of the week with our normal show. And um, that is that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Dad, thank you guys. Hey, once again. Support your local indie wrestling organization. These are young men and women that want to perform for you, show off their skills, support them, give them your love, and they'll give your love back. These are the future superstars that we're going to look into when we're getting older, and they will not disappoint. So as always, give them your love and support. So I'll be back, obviously, tomorrow and on Friday. Until then, thank you all for listening. I'm Blake. And it's been your pleasure. <laughs> and you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everybody.